Welcome to the Dental Business Guide podcast. From money to marketing to management, this podcast will help you run a better dental business. Welcome back to the Dental Business Guide. I'm George and today I am with Chris O'Shea and Nikita Kanda. Hi guys. Hi. Hi George. Right, so both of you are millennials, yes? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm unfortunately I am just out of that bracket, but so <laughs> can one of you answer so what is actually a millennial? So a millennial is anyone born between 1981 and 1996. Right. So okay, everyone know everyone knows who a millennial is in terms of, you know, you see it in the news, millennials are destroying mill- this, millennials are doing that. <laughs> and all this stuff and it's you know, um, people are saying like millennials aren't buying houses. Yeah, because the rents, because it's all just too expensive. <laughs> yeah, because they can't afford them. Exactly. But <laughs> simple things about that. So, you know, let's just dive straight into it. So we're doing something about marketing to millennials in the specifics, really. So is it harder to market to millennials? Well, yes and no. Um, it's a really good point you made there that um, you, you'll see newspapers all the time come out with, oh, millennials are destroying this um uh, industry they're destroying this form of business because they're not buying it it's, no millennials don't destroy anything businesses don't uh, adapt to new markets yeah no, so agreed. millennials have their way of buying things they have their ways of being marketed to and if you're not adapting to that that's your business's fault it's not millennials fault they're not destroying di- the diamond industry the diamond industry hasn't adapted to millennial marketing so yes and no I mean, it can be it can be harder because there's a lot more you need to get right nowadays mainly with digital marketing but it can also be a lot easier, especially for dentists, because once upon a time for a dentist to market to anyone, no matter what their age bracket, you had to put your name in the local newspaper. Yeah, join you had the to local put some flyers out there. Thing, yeah. yeah, and that was pretty much it. But now with the internet and with millennials all being on the internet all the time, you've got this one place where you can reach all of them, um, whether it's with SEO, your website, whether it's ads or social media. They're all online. They're all on their phones. They're all on computers. And it's just the perfect way to get to them now. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say was, you know, should you just focus purely on digital marketing then and everything that to secure these millennials in your practice? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, o- offline marketing still has a huge p- role to play. But yeah, digital marketing is huge now. Digital marketing should be taking up a lot of your marketing energy, budget, time. Um, yeah, digital marketing is going to be the key for you now. Yeah, so ha- yeah. so would I have to then spend more money to, to market and everything like that or? Again, well, yes and no, because... Oh, sorry. No, go, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, in terms of social media marketing, that's I think that's a big part of millennial marketing at the moment. You don't have to spend a lot of money on that because social media, exactly. when you sign up to it, is free, right? Um, but if you, obviously, when you want to do ads and things, that's where you're going to probably spend most of your money. Um, mm. But to start off with, it's not expensive if you're going to do that side of digital marketing. But yeah, what were you going to yeah, say, I was going to say basically exactly the same thing. If you want to do yeah. it for free, you absolutely can do. If you want to just use social media for free, and if you want to just use SEO techniques to get your website to the top of Google, you can do all that for free. And then if you want to really kickstart it, then you can use pay-per-click advertising, that kind of thing, like Google ads and Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Um, so yeah, there's there's a free option, but there is also the option to really pay for it and get some better results. Yeah, so now we live in a world where if you're not online, you can't survive as a business. Simple as that, really. Mm. So, you know, like, so how, how would people search for a business? So let's say I'm, I'm looking, for, I've just moved into the area. I'm looking for a new practice. What would I, how, how would most people search for an, a brand dental practice, for example? 
Well, the first thing most people are going to do is simply type, type into Google dentist near me. Um, or they'll type in dentist mm-hmm. and then the area they're in. So dentist yeah. London, dentist uh, Cordwell, where, wherever it's going to be. But for the most part, they're just going to type in dentist near me. And then what is going to determine whether you come up there is your local SEO. So SEO is just how your um, how good your website is at being ranked. But local SEO is how it's good it is at being ranked locally. So if you Google anything right now, um, <clears throat> I don't know, off-license near me, it'll show you Google Maps with a little tag for each of the off-license, off-licenses in your area. And that's the local SEO. So the better your local SEO is, the higher up in that ranking you're going to come. So if someone types in dentist near me and your local SEO is really good, you're going to be right at the top of there. And yours is going to be the first pin they see on Google Maps. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But also with social media at the moment, I'm seeing a lot of millennials just searching using Instagram now as their search like as a search engine, which is really interesting because I do it myself as well. If I want to find... I went to Bath once and I'd never been there. We was I searched on um, Instagram where the nicest restaurants were to go in Bath or the nicest afternoon tea places. And it I searched all on Instagram to find, you know, the top one. So oh, really? I think oh, wow. yeah, definitely Google's always going to be number one, 100%. But millennials are using Instagram as their search uh, engine now, as a search box, really. So if you, they want to really find maybe... Point the coolest dentist near them then they might find that on google or type in yeah hashtag dentist in london or something like that click on it and it'll come up with a list of dentists near them or in london and then they'll see on that see their posts and content and then click on their page through that so yeah it's really interesting how um even you know searching for a business has changed through years blimey right so okay do you think traditional methods of marketing so like as as, as you're saying chris like offline marketing like you know flyers mm. joining the local communities like the local um community fair all that lot do you think they're still you know essential do you think they're still a, a good way to market your practice or do you think we should oh yeah they, they still yeah no they still absolutely have their place in marketing um with things like flyers i've i've got a feeling we're going to see the end of flyers in the next five to 10 years. Well, bloody hope um, so. I really wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they become illegal, in fact. Um, oh, the, the, the amount of times that, that, like, you know, I get flyers through the front door. Like, I think, I, the thing is, I exactly. get five of the same one in the same day. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. how many uh, Domino's flyers have you received oh, in the last week alone? <laughs> the thing is, I, I, I unfortunately live 100 meters off of Domino's. And so that uh, all the time <laughs> I get them, I get them through. Yeah. The Domino's as well, that all they do is text as well. They're constantly texting, yeah. sending texts and emails. So, yeah, they're still doing the whole flyers thing, but they're texting you, they're emailing you, they're yeah. everything, giving you but, notifications. I wonder how much I really would be surprised if we see that end. I, yeah, I just I really wouldn't be surprised we see the flyer thing end in the next few years because especially with millennials, we all know how much millennials care about um, causes, especially the environment. Mm-hmm. And if a, if a business is just sending a millennial endless streams of paper that could have been an email, that's really mm-hmm. going to put a millennial off. So no, that's one exactly. thing I'd be really, really careful yeah. with. Flyers may still work for the older generations, but younger or at least the environmentally minded um, demographics are really not going to appreciate that. So flyers, definitely, yeah. I would start thinking about easing up on um, mm-hmm. purely for the environment's sake, because that's yeah. something millennials really, no, do, really do respond to. Oh, yeah. No, we, no, we, we, obviously, we care about the environment on that lot. And I, I actually read somewhere that um, I thought 37% of millennials actually will purchase a product or a service that, you know, they believe in on that lot, um, even if they yeah, need 100%. to pay an extra. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. really interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. oh no that's, that's a huge part of millennial marketing um showing your cause showing 
what you believe in, show what you're striving towards. So if, if you do anything with um, charities, with the local community, that's really the kind of thing millennials are going to love. They really like to see businesses being ethical yeah, um, just... and they hate to see them being unethical. So yeah, that's a huge part of it. No, definitely. So, all right, Nikita, this is one for you. Mm-hmm. Which social plat- social media platform are millennials using mostly? Like, obviously, you know, most you know middle aged people are using Facebook. Let's be honest. So, yeah, it's Instagram or maybe Twitter or, or yeah, it- I'd say definitely. Well, Instagram and Twitter, um, millennials are using. I mean, Twitter is like something that I think. Yeah, it's on par with Instagram actually because it's really? like more conversational. Is in terms of Instagram's there for like the content and the content marketing. And it, you know, if you are marketing your dental practice, I would always hundred percent say get an Instagram account and make it a business Instagram page because you can push out your your content and your videos and your pictures all on that. So it's that I think I've said it in a previous podcast. There's loads of features you can get with an Instagram business account, but um, Twitter. Speaking of that, because we haven't spoke about it too much, but Twitter is something that lot of millennials use and it's a conversation it's just conversations constantly happening anything that's trending it's on twitter anything that's controversial it's on twitter anything that's happened in the news it's on twitter so i think definitely um that's something that millennials are always checking as well so it's good to probably have a twitter account um less for obviously posting like i say content but more if you want to have conversations or you know um that kind of thing but um yeah i think facebook is still something that people do use and do look at probably less um for like the 20s to 20 to 30s maybe and definitely like teenagers i don't think they use facebook at all but it is still good for the ads side of things yeah definitely all right so okay well you mentioned about instagram and obviously instagram is your forte it's it's your safe haven if you will (laughs) Um, instagram queen over here as i like to call myself because i remember years ago obviously instagram was introduced as a a a social media platform to share images of things Mm -hmm. yeah obviously it still is that today like but it it was more or less intended as a a more of a friendly way a friendly version of Flickr, more than anything i'd say Mm -hmm. um but so over the years obviously instagram has changed you know constantly um so, you know, with the Instagram algorithms and all that lot, you know, with showing which images to show on the feed and that lot, you know, is it actually harder to market or is it, you know, the same? Yeah, no, recently, this is something that actually has really, really annoyed me. Um, but Instagram <laughs> just constantly keeps changing the algorithm. So that means, you know, where your posts are being seen, who they're showing your posts to, even though you might have, say, a thousand followers, not even half of your followers sometimes will see your posts because of just the random the random way they just change the algorithm they'll just change it so like sometimes not everyone will see your post or sometimes it will be seen by all your followers you just don't know so it's something that they've come I think is happening a lot more recently I mean I've experienced it in the last week or so that you know posts weren't getting as much engagement and weren't getting much likes but I think it's not down to the person or you know it's not down to that it's literally just down to Instagram and what they're controlling and they just like to do it I think randomly and I'm not sure why I'm still figuring that out um but that's something that is i think it does make it harder because say that week you want to post the video that you've made of your dental practice and then it's like hang on a minute i've posted it at the right time i've posted it at the right you know when you know you're getting the most engagement normally and then it's like oh why is nobody engaging with it it's because instagram behind the scenes wants to do (laughs) wants to change it up for some reason so you've just got to be aware of that um notice when the algorithm is changing going up and down maybe back off with posting as much when it is like that um Mm. 
so you don't your posts don't get lost somewhere or you know you you could have saved that bit of content for another day where you know that the algorithm is fine and everything's like normal but it, I, I can't really understand why they do it I mean I don't know if Chris you experienced the same thing with with like Google and yeah yeah I was going to say Google do exactly the same thing every well it, it changes but I'd say about once a year they do a big change to the algorithms um the SEO algorithms that is that change up how um how they rank websites what techniques work what don't so a really good example is in the last year or so they've made a change to the Google algorithms that moves away from things like keywords and it's moving towards things like user experience. So your pages now don't have to have as many keywords. So let's say dental implants. You don't have to pack that out with as many keywords anymore to rank. It has to be a great page for user experience. So you could have 10 words on there. As long as it looks good, it's quick, it loads fast, it loads well on mobile. That's the kind of thing Google looks for now. So it's really, in the last year, a lot of websites really had to change basically the structure of entire pages because Blimey. it's just completely different now. Um, and I, I, think, I think personally, keep people on their toes. I think people get yeah. too good at marketing. They know all the tricks and tips and strategies and tactics they need and they get too good at it and they know how to play the system. So I think then Google comes along and says, right, we're going to change this up. Um, we figured out users prefer this to that. So we're going to move towards this instead. Um, that's what I, that's my personal yeah. opinion. But I, think I, I, I noticed something on Instagram actually to add that, um, because obviously you can pay for Instagram ads, Facebook ads. Um, I've noticed that they've started, they gave me one actually. It was like, claim your £20. We're giving you £20 to try out an ad. So I think oh, they're yeah. changing the Instagram algorithm because they want people to buy um, ads and push their, push their posts and content on ads, which isn't a bad thing. But then again, like we were saying in the beginning, if you want to do it on the cheap to begin with, or you want to do it for free mm. to begin with, it's not really fair. So it's just kind of keeping an eye on what's happening in, you know, in the marketing world and, you know, social media and kind of just be aware of it and kind of try and be two steps ahead because, um, Instagram always brings out new features all the time and they're test they're testing those out more than the original ones so it's just like keeping an eye on kind of things and just yeah staying ahead of the game no definitely definitely definitely. yeah no it's it's just changing every single day and it's 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 (laughs) it's so frustrating you know because like as 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 Chris was saying one day you could be doing something that works perfectly and the next day nothing you know all completely different (laughs) yeah and that's the thing It, it is it is crazy. Uh, yeah, is is that anything else millennials do at all? Or I think if I was going to tell give people one piece of advice when it comes to millennials, it's like you said, they respond to ethics, they respond to causes, they respond to charity and community, and it's ethics. They want they want their companies to be moral. Um, yeah. They don't want to money with people they don't agree with. They don't want to spend money with people they who don't agree with them. So. I know it's simple. I know it's quite cheesy, but make a mission statement page, make an about us page and get, get all your charity on there, get all your community work on there, get pictures on there of you smiling with families, that kind of thing. That's the kind of thing millennials like. They like to know that they're handing their money over to good people. Yeah. Right. I'd say as well, I agree. And just be authentic and make sure you're, you're mm. being real. Um, don't show them anything that's kind of like fake because millennials will always figure it out. Like they know what they're being shown is real or not. Yeah. And I've said it previously before, but like, don't do the whole fake followers or fake likes because people can figure that out. Then they won't trust your business. So um, I definitely think millennial way, ways millennial thinks uh, they think is different to how people would think before, like when they used to just get flyers handed to them and it would be, they wouldn't, 
you know care as much as about marketing but I think it's so important now and like yeah just being real and letting people trust your business is really really important definitely well anyway thank you so much guys for taking the time to speak with me and um thank you for having us that's all right yeah well uh, thank you much for listening to the dental business guide and we'll catch you on the next one thanks for listening in to the dental business guide podcast we welcome your feedback and if you're enjoying it please let your friends know too until the next time on the dental business guide podcast